0: my friends, and welcome. It's good to be with you again. My name is Tony Waters, and I am a part of an amazing and wonderful ministry called Go Follow Jesus. It's been a while since we've been together. There's been so much going on in the world. I just believe that God is in the middle of doing a work with his body, with the bride and the church, that he is doing some refining, some purging uh, in our lives, that this is a season that he is developing, if you would, a new wineskin within each of us so he can pour out his new wine. So before we get to today's message, a quick review of where we have been and where we're going. We're in a three-part series. Uh, the, The title of the ministry is The Spirit and the Bride Say Come. So the first series was on intimacy, and now we're in the second series, Freedom. The last message was on the eyes, open the eyes of our heart. This message is on Beauty for Ashes. So this scripture, Beauty for Ashes, is uh, part of a scripture that Jesus referred to as he began his ministry in Luke 4. He had just come through his testing in the wilderness, and the scripture says, Then Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit. He was teaching in the synagogue at Nazareth, and he stood up and read aloud the scroll from Isaiah 61. So let's go to Isaiah 61 and break the scripture down so we can get a better understanding. Isaiah 61 begins, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The first thing Jesus did was to make known to all men that he was proclaiming his authority and his God-given purpose on this earth for mankind. So what was the reason the Spirit of the Lord was on him? He made it very clear. He said, because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and the afflicted. The gospel is that Jesus has come to bring salvation to mankind and to reunite man with Father God. So he continues, he has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives and the opening of the prison and of the eyes of who are bound so brokenhearted what does that mean in hebrew the word is shaverd which means to rend violently to wreck or crush to hurt to tear to shatter it is a heart that has been broken into pieces So how does this happen to the very soul of a person? And our soul is what contains our mind, our will, and our our emotions. So what kind of traumatic events in our life could possibly take place as an adult or as a child that could create this type of brokenness? So there are many. There's abuse in all its forms, mental, emotional, sexual, loss of a parent at an early age, loss of a loved one at any time, Poverty, addiction, divorce, the list is long. John 10.10 10 tells us that the thief who is the enemy, Satan, which means adversary, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy in our lives. And we see again the devil's plan in 1 Peter 5.8, which says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone who he may devour. So many years ago, when I began to understand that God had a call and a destiny on my life, which he does have a purpose and a call on each one of our lives in his kingdom that is to be fulfilled, I began to earnestly pray and seek his purpose for my life wondering what were my gifts, what were my talents, what, what was my calling for his kingdom. So time after time, when I would see, receive prayer, a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, I would almost always be given the same answer. People would say, you have been called to set the captives free. So I really wasn't sure what this meant, but this went on some time without me even understanding what Holy Spirit was trying to speak to me. Then one day, a lady in my church shared about a citywide conference that was being planned. It was a forerunner ministry to Isaiah 61. (coughs) Excuse me. It was an open invitation to women citywide who had been abused to hear about and experience God's love and healing for their lives. As I prayed, God revealed to me this was his calling on my life. I was one of the speakers at two of the citywide conference, freedom conferences, as they were called. At the second conference, there was an invitation for any woman who had been abused to come forward after prayer for counseling. The room was, that was designated for this was filled to overflowing. There was no possible way that any of us, all of us together as a team, could even pray for every woman individually that day. So from this event, Total Freedom Ministries was birthed. I was involved in this ministry for seven years, and I saw many women. I saw men, teens, children receive healing for their broken hearts. And I saw the fulfillment of God's word in my life that he had called me to set the captives free. So the rest of the scripture in Isaiah goes on to say to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison and of the eyes of those who are bound. To proclaim, to proclaim means to tell, to call, to invite, to summon. As we listen to these women, these broken-hearted ones, tell their stories of their pain and their trauma, we tell them about God's love and his inner healing in their lives that was available to him, to them. We opened the spiritual prison doors through scripture and explaining God's unconditional love, his grace, and his mercy for them. And then they invited Jesus into the dark places of their soul, into those broken, hurting, traumatic places. And he loosened their chains and opened their eyes to his love and his freedom. So many of us, when we have been deeply wounded in our lives, we try to cover it up, hide it, deny it. We pretend it didn't even happen. The enemy may even tell us that after all, it was really our fault that we were treated so badly. So we may push it further and further down as we try to get on with our lives and cope. Our brokenness may cause us to act out in lives in ways we don't understand and wish we could change. We may have anger issues, emotional problems. We may deal with self-pity or a victim mentality. Our relationships could even be damaged because of our deep-seated pain. We may have reoccurring nightmares of horrible events that we don't understand or even remember. So verse 3 goes on to say, "...to grant consolation and joy to those who mourn, to give them an ornament, a garland of beauty instead of ashes." the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise instead of a heavy, burdened, and failing spirit. So God's desire is for you to be healed in your innermost being, to know the truth in your inward parts if you are one of these broken ones. Psalm 51, 6, we know this because this psalm says, Behold, you desire truth in the innermost being and in the inner part of my heart you will make me know wisdom. So God wants to give us a garland of beauty instead of ashes. He wants to take the ashes of our lives and turn them into something beautiful. Our testimony will be an amazing healing and restoration power of God's love in our life once we are healed. He wants to give us joy instead of mourning, instead of sadness, loss, pain, and humiliation. He wants to give us a garment of praise for his praise to continually be on our lips and no longer be pulled down by that heavy burden and that failing spirit. When I thank A Beauty for Ashes, I'm reminded of the story of Cinderella. Most of us probably know about the story. It was a folklore that the Brothers Grimm rewrote in the 19th century. It's a story about a young girl who endured a broken heart. Her mother had died and her father remarried. The father soon after died and she was left with her mean and abusive, cruel stepmother. She was treated as a lowly servant and slept among the ashes in the fireplace to keep warm. If you're familiar with this story, you know that her life was changed and she ended up being married to the handsome prince, living in a castle and becoming a beautiful princess herself. But unlike the fairy tale, God has no need to use magic chants of a fairy godmother to change us. He is more than able to give us a garland of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. His healing love is more than able to invade those hurt and broken places in our lives. As his light shines into our heart to reveal his truth and to reveal the enemy's lies, so the question is, how do I receive this type of healing for my brokenness? What do I do? The answer is Jesus. God tells us this in his word. In Isaiah 53, 4, it says, Jesus took our pain and bore our sufferings. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And by his wounds, we are healed. Psalm one hundred seven nineteen. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivers them out of their distress. He sends forth His word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and their destruction. So, first and foremost, it is to know Him and His heart for us, His love for us, His desire to bring healing and wholeness and restoration into our lives. So, what does it mean to know Him? To know him is to have that born-again experience in our lives, to believe and know that he died on the cross to save us from our sins, to accept his saving grace into our hearts and our lives, to acknowledge him as our Lord and Savior. And when we do that, Romans ten nine says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you shall be saved then you will begin to experience God's amazing grace and his love for you. You will be able to enter into that secret place, that cleft of the rock that we talked about in my first messages, the place where we can see his face and hear his voice. Out of Song of Solomon 2.14. Jesus is our healer. He hears us when we cry out to him and he will answer us. And how do we know this? Because John 10.27 tells us, the sheep that are my, are my own and are listening to my voice, and I, I know them and they follow me. Jeremiah 29 also tells us that God has a good plan for our lives. He has a future and a hope. So when we call on him and we pray, we know that he will hear us. And when we seek him with all our hearts as our vital necessity, we will find him. And then verse 14 out of Jeremiah 29 goes on to say, and I will release you from captivity. So Jesus is the open door for us to walk through out of darkness into the light. Isaiah 42 says he wants to open the eyes of the blind to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who sit in darkness from the prison. So as you enter into the secret place, you will encounter his love and his voice. He will begin to reveal to you truth Truth to you in your inward parts. He reveals to heal unlike the enemy who speaks lies to destroy. You can trust him in his way and in his timing and in his process. As you seek him with your whole heart, the word says that you will find him and he will hear your cry. He will answer your cry and he will bring healing and restoration to you. And how do I know this? Because this is what he did for me. He gave me beauty for ashes. He revealed truth to my inward parts of hurts and pain from my past, and he brought healing into my life, and I will never be the same again. So beautiful was his healing love for me that I was changed from my hurts from the past that my relationships were different with my family and others, I became a different person. I was healed through God's amazing love and grace. So one key point that we need to understand in the healing process and our walk with God is forgiveness. Forgiveness is very important in our lives to go forward with God and to receive healing. We must be willing to forgive as hard as it is, those people that might have hurt us or caused us pain or trauma in our lives. We must forgive as God forgives us. If we choose not to forgive and hold that hurt in our heart with this person in mind, wishing them harm and hate, then this will damper and hinder our healing process. And God's word is very clear on this subject of unforgiveness. If you'll spend time in Matthew 18 reading the parable, you will see how important it is to forgive those who have harmed you in any way. And again, I know this is a hard thing to do, but with God, all things are possible. If we are willing to ask God to help us just to begin to speak those words, even if we don't feel like it, Lord, I choose to forgive. I may not feel like it, but I choose to. And as we begin to seek God and to give him these people that have harmed and hurt us, to lay them on the altar, to lay them at the throne the cross of God, and ask God to deal with them himself, let him take care of the issues in their life, and we give them to him 100% completely. You might have heard this saying that says, if you choose not to forgive someone, it's like you drinking poison, hoping they will die. So, unforgiveness poisons our heart and keeps us from going forward on our walk with God. It can keep us from our healing and our restoration. So we know there is help. There is deliverance from God. And it is through his immeasurable love and his healing power that we can be set free. So I just want to share my heart with you to let you know that this is a, a, an amazing, beautiful healing process that God can walk you through as you go and you seek him and as you cry out to him. It will be in his timing and in his way. And sometimes he heals little by little through different uh, revelations in our life. But I want to tell you that you can trust him, that he is, that he is worthy of our trust, he is worthy of our praise he is he is worthy. he is the one that can do all things. nothing is too hard for him, no matter what you've been through. So I would like to pray for you today, and my heart and prayer today is for the broken-hearted ones who might not know the Lord, and also for the broken-hearted ones who do know the Lord. So Lord, I ask you that you would open the eyes of our heart, each one of us, but especially those who don't know you, who don't have that intimate personal relationship with you, who have never asked you into their lives to forgive them of their sins, those who have not believed in you. And if you're one of those people and Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart through this message to come to know the healer, To know the one who can set you free, to know the one that can open the prison bars and release you from your spiritual darkness. He is the one today calling on you. Jesus is his name. So if you would repeat after me Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to open the eyes of my heart that I would see the truth and that the truth would set me free. I declare this day that I believe you're my savior and Lord. I ask you into my heart and I thank you. So Jesus, I ask now that you would just open all spiritual eyes that are blind, spiritual deaf, ears that are deaf, that people would be able to see you clearly, to hear your voice clearly and those that are broken, that they would be able to see and hear and know that you are the answer, that you hold their hearts in your hand, and that you are more than able to bring healing, inner healing, and to reveal truth in their inward parts. So I ask if that's you, that you would just begin to trust the Lord, that you would begin to, as Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14 talks about, That as you know that he has a plan and a future. And as you come and pray to him, he's going to hear you. And when you seek him with all your heart, that he will be found by you. And he will open those prison doors and release you from captivity. So, Lord, I ask that you would pour out your healing power upon the brokenhearted, those who've been abused and hurt in whatever way, Lord, through all kinds of issues as a child or as an adult that you would just open your loving arms and you would draw them into your presence, into the secret place where they can lay their head on your shoulder and know who you are, that you're Father God, that you're Jesus Savior, and that you're Holy Spirit friend and counselor, and that you would begin to pour your healing balm into those hurt and broken places in their heart and make them whole and well in Jesus' name. So thank you for being with us today. I ask that you would share uh, this message, like this message, so that other people who need to hear about brokenness will be able to know the, just the healing power of God in their lives. So until next time, may the peace of God, the shalom of God be with you. May you be blessed and may you walk with God.